What's up, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Latifa, and you are now tuned in to Heavyweight The Way In. Thanks so much for rocking with me. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Heavyweight The Way In podcast. I'm your host, Latifa. I pray that all is going well with you all and that you are staying safe and staying healthy. Let's get straight into it, shall we? I was driving on the highway about two months ago and I noticed a billboard that got me to thinking. It said, hunger can be hard to recognize. And I couldn't have agreed more. Of course, y'all know I immediately thought of this statement from a spiritual perspective. But I asked the question, how do we make it easier to recognize hunger? Are y'all ready to weigh in? I know I am, so let's weigh in. When we are hungry or craving something to eat, no one would know unless we told them. That is, unless you are super close to someone and you hear their stomachs growling, but otherwise we wouldn't know, right? Also, being hungry for most people sometimes makes you unhappy, a little irritable, or a whole lot of irritable, depending on how you handle being hungry. Another observation I made about being hungry is that it makes us want to immediately satisfy that emptiness, that growling that only we can feel. However, being able to identify and recognize who is who is or isn't hungry remains difficult because again, how would we know unless a person says something. We walk past people every day that could very well be starving, don't have the money to eat, and don't even know where to find the help or resources to get food or water. So I would imagine it to be the same level of difficulty when identifying who is hungry for Jesus especially in these times we are living in. There are so many people walking around craving love, attention, peace, security, and more, but we will never know who unless they said something. Or is it their responsibility to say something? Do they have to say that they are hungry or thirsty? Shouldn't it be those of us responsibility whose hunger has been fulfilled and satisfied by Christ to let others know how we found our resource for food and water? Pointing hungry people in the direction of who they should trust in and build a relationship with so that they will never have to hunger or thirst again. To help with world hunger, I think we should be asking ourselves, how can we show others that there is no need to be embarrassed about being famished because I was once in those shoes? Just like we must eat and drink every day to prevent starvation and dehydration, we have to do the same thing with God building our relationship with him and ultimately accepting his invitation to the Lord's salvation and abundant life. 
God gives us sinners an invitation to an abundant life where we will never hunger or thirst again. This invitation is open to those who are hungry and thirsty. And I have to specify that because I feel like a lot of people that are hungry and thirsty are too embarrassed to admit it because they feel like only the righteous receives this type of fulfillment and satisfaction, not recognizing that all people are sinners. That includes me, your mama, your daddy, and even your grandma and grandpa. Psalm 14, verse 2 through 3, Psalm 53, verse 2 through 3, and Romans chapter 3, verse 11 through 12 says, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good, no, not one. So there is no need to be embarrassed about receiving salvation. We all have been hungry and thirsty needing restoration. Matthew 5 verse 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Now knowing that the Lord has extended this invitation to all of us who are hungry and thirsty for him, there is no need to be ashamed about your cravings. Your cravings meaning needing healing from brokenness, pain and suffering, needing love, peace, guidance, whatever your cravings may be. Isaiah 55 verse 1 through 3 says, Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink, even if you have no money. Come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. God is saying everyone is extended this invitation who is hungry and thirsty. I understand that it may be a little intimidating because you think I've made mistakes and I'm still making them. I'm not perfect and I will never be perfect, but God wants the imperfect. He wants the mistake makers because newsflash, I too am imperfect and a mistake maker and so is everyone else. God says, you're worried about not having any money. No worries. What I have to offer is free because what I have to offer, money cannot buy you. I have everything you need. I will give you what sustains you. I will give you what you don't have to labor for. Invest in me and I'll give you what is everlasting. And all of it has been paid by God's grace. Religious people try to make it seem like they have it all together but they don't. 
None of us do. So that's one of the reasons why I have no problem proclaiming my love for Christ to the world and not letting the mistakes I've made in my life hinder me from doing so. Now, I asked the question at the beginning, how do we make it easier to recognize hunger? There are people that are afraid and embarrassed to speak up about the fulfillment that they need from God because they may be surrounding themselves with the wrong people. It may not seem cool. It may be intimidating because of the judgment they think they may receive. Heck, they may have even denied God and now they think they're useless. But you're not because the disciple Peter denied Jesus three times and he still was used. If I may be transparent for a moment, doing this podcast where I share my testimonies and I talk about the goodness of God is intimidating for me. Sometimes I feel inadequate and when I first started this podcast, I tried to water it down a bit, like water down what God had told me to do and talk about because I felt unworthy to talk about it. At one point, while I was taking a break from doing the podcast, I even felt like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. In Matthew 26, verse 39, when Jesus says, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Now, please understand that I am not enduring suffering of any kind by doing this podcast. <laughs> However, I'm talking about God's will being done in my life. But I was also thinking, okay, Lord, this is what I'm going to do, you know, so that your will will be fulfilled, you know, and I can start walking in my purpose. I'm going to always mention, mention you on the podcast and, you know, talk about how great you are. Now, please don't get it confused. I wasn't embarrassed by talking about Jesus. Rather, I was afraid of the judgment that I might receive from other people. People who know me know that I relate everything back to God. I give God all of the credit, all of the honor. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to speak about him directly to others in person. However, my insecurities were hindering me at first from fully surrendering and having this podcast be a platform where I unapologetically proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. So just know that sitting in this seat every week, Creatively proclaiming the good news is in no way saying that I have never been hungry or thirsty for God's fulfillment. I crave God's love every day and I will forever need his grace and mercy. First Peter chapter four, verse seven through 11 says the end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. 
most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other. For love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. So, I'm going to ask this question again. <laughs> I was asking the question, how do we make it easier to identify the hungry? I feel that the solution would be to lay down one's life. Use your gifts and talents in such a way that God always gets the glory. Talk about the goodness of God by sharing your testimonies, not leaving out the parts that make you human and relatable. Then those that hunger and thirst will see that if this person has received fulfillment from Christ, then so can I. If this person has received the invitation of salvation and to an abundant life that is extended to all who hungers and thirsts, then my invite is still open because God does not rescind his invitations. Now that concludes and wraps up episode seven, The Crave of Heavyweight The Way In Podcast. I pray that you all enjoyed it. And just to let you know, we all have cravings. We all have things that we need God's help with. You're going to always need God's help. So don't be ashamed of your cravings. We all hunger and thirst for God. As always, stay blessed, stay safe, and always be in prayer, not just for you and your family, but for all believers everywhere. Y'all have a good one.